This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. Hey there, this is Felix. From our friends at WNYC Studios and Futuro Studios, today we're sharing an episode from the latest season of their podcast, La Brega, which traces the music of Puerto Rico across eight transformative songs. The podcast enlisted a group of Puerto Rican artists to put their own modern spin on the historic songs featured in the season, from voices like Xenia Rubinos, Ana Macho, the band Balloon, and many more. The show even made a way cool album of those cover songs available wherever you listen to music. In this bonus episode, host Alana Casanova-Burgess takes you behind the scenes of how the show made that album, speaking directly with the artist who reimagined those classic songs for a new era. Check out La Brega's podcast feed with episodes available in both English and Spanish if you'd like to hear more. I hope you enjoy it, man. I did. Wepa, dos notitas. First, this episode is going to be in a mixture of English and Spanish. O sea, será en Spanglish. Queremos experimentar un poco, so there won't be two versions of the episode in your feed. Just this one. Y también, este capítulo incluye lenguaje que de pronto no usarían con sus hijas pequeñas. This episode includes language that you might not use around your kids. Pa' que lo sepan. Bueno, aquí vamos. La primera vez que escuché Preciosa, yo era un adolescente y estaba con mi mamá que estaba eh, escuchando a Marc Anthony. Preciosa te llevo dentro. This is Senia Rubinos. Como las madres hacen, a todo volumen. Muy dentro de mi corazón. Me acuerdo que mi mamá cantaba con todo su corazón a esa canción. And I remember it just being really important to her. So it felt important to me too. Zenia and I have something in common. Las dos somos hijas de mujeres puertorriqueñas que aman a Mark Anthony. Zenia was born in Brooklyn y yo in Manhattan. And I'm thinking a lot about my family and about my story and where I come from and being far away from a home that you never knew, but that at the same time is very much yours. Her particular kind of yearning, it feels similar to mine too. Quizás se siente como tu añoranza también. Whether you're longing for Puerto Rico or some other home, it's relatable. Cuando Mark Anthony canta preciosa, escuchas un orgullo sin límites. Y sí, cuando lo escucho, siento ese orgullo también. Pero yo sé que cuando pienso en Puerto Rico estos días, siento más layers. I don't feel only pride. I also feel pain. PR duele. Es un lugar complicado. Como ya saben, lo contamos en cada episodio. Así que I was wondering, and actually all of us at La Brega HQ were wondering, is there a way to hear Preciosa and other Puerto Rican classics? through New Year's in 2023. And better yet, is there a new way to sing them? Hay una manera nueva en 2023 de cantar estas canciones clásicas. 
Y con esas preguntas nos dedicamos a producir no solo un podcast esta temporada, pero también un álbum para acompañarlo, un álbum de covers. We got some of our favorite Puerto Rican artists. This is Ana Macho. And we asked them, how would you reimagine these songs for today? And even for tomorrow. So I'm super pleased to present you with La Brega's love letter to Puerto Rican music. La Brega, El Album. And in this bonus episode, we go behind the music. Futuro Studios and WNYC Studios, I'm Alana Casanova Burgess, and this is La Brega, the bonus track. Canciones para el futuro de Puerto Rico. Songs for the future of Puerto Rico. Our La Brega bonus episode has something new for us and for you. En el lado B, tenemos una conversación con Angélica Negrón y José Olivares de la banda Balloon, who not only did a cover for the album, They also scored both seasons of La Brega. We recorded this live at On Air Fest, a podcast festival in Nueva York, pero no podemos ir al side B sin el lado A. Entonces vamos a ir track por track to hear from the artists themselves to get the answer to that very important question. How did you reimagine these classics for 2023? So here we go. First up, track one. Preciosa, written by Rafael Hernández and covered by Senia Rubinos. It's a wistful, minimalist R&B track that takes this classic to new contemporary heights. Preciosa serás, sin banderas, sin lauros, ni gloria. Preciosa is the unofficial anthem of Puerto Rico. Zenia está de acuerdo con Maiso, el que cantó Preciosa a capela en el avión en ese primer episodio. ¿Se acuerdan? Para ellos y para muchos boricuas, Preciosa es Puerto Rico's anthem. It's an iconic song, it's historic. Y hoy en día, en un contexto de desplazamiento, esa añoranza en las letras se siente bien pero bien presente. The lyrics still shine through in today's context. So, Zenia kept peeling back the layers and found the core, La Brega itself. Me he dado cuenta de cuánto es una canción de amor. It's a love song full of longing. Yo te Track 2, El Gran Barón, written by Omar Alfano and performed by Willy Colón. En la sala de un hospital. And covered by Ana Macho. A la 9.43 nació Simón. I feel like before this experience, I had a superficial relationship with the song. Ana Macho is a pop and urbano artist from Caguas, Puerto Rico. When I interviewed them for episode two about the song, we chatted about the idea of them doing a Gran Barón cover. 
Me gustaría hacer un cover del Gran Barón. Estaría bien cute. Estaría bien cute, bien cute, bien cute. El Gran Barón tells the story of a father rejecting his child. And as we unpacked in episode two, es una canción que puede provocar una mezcla de reacciones. Hay gente que se reconoce en la canción, and others are hurt by its depiction from afar of queer and trans life. The first thing I knew that I wanted to do was like genre band and do something different. But for Anna, the question was, how does the song change when a trans queer body is behind the mic? La canción es como lo dice, no lo que dice. Puede tener un contexto diferente también saliendo de una cuerpa eh, trans queer. Y voy a ser bien honesta. Desde que nos mandó su cover, la he estado escuchando, pero on repeat. Cuenta la gente con el papá, no visitarlo sin avisar, vaya que Ana redid the song as a new wave synth pop song. It's got big rock guitar solos and moody synths and those big, fun 80s snares. We decided to go with an 80s dance pop theme. I wanted to contextualize the song as the song said at the peak of the AIDS epidemic. Remember, the original came out in 1989. Pero hay mucho que Ana Macho no cambió de la canción. Ni los pronombres, ni el nombre del personaje. I decided to stick with as much as possible to the original lyrics, just out of respect to this hypothetical fictional character. Like, it's their journey, it's not mine to, like, project onto it. Sin embargo, le dio una nueva manera de experimentarla. Y le dio otro aire. I feel like I found new layers and new meanings to the song and new ways to connect to it as a queer person. Track 3. Okay, so, ¿te acuerdas que en nuestro episodio sobre Suavemente quisimos saber por qué ese merengue famosísimo que se toca por todas partes viene de Puerto Rico y no de la República Dominicana? That episode was ultimately about the enduring influence of Dominican immigrants to Puerto Rico in nuestra sociedad y cultura. So we thought it would be cool to ask artists from PR with Dominican heritage to cover the song. Hi, I'm Mireya Ramos. My name is Andres Ramos, uh, better known as Velcro. Si te estás preguntando si son familia, well... I also have the honor and the pleasure of working with my brother. Instead of covering Suavemente, we figured, let's do a cover from a group that's a big part of that episode. La Patrulla 15, uno de los grupos dominicanos que llevó el merengue a Puerto Rico. I'm very excited to be working on No Tienes Corazón. Mireya is best known as the founder of Flor de Toloache, the premier all-female mariachi band. Pero, gracias a su familia, nunca ha sido limitada a un solo género de música. Mi mamá, que es dominicana, pues siempre ella se encargó de que mi hermano y yo escucháramos música de todas partes de Latinoamérica. Incluyendo merengues y otros géneros del Caribe. We would be in a living room. 
dancing with our mom and just being happy and enjoying life and enjoying el calorcito, the warmth of Puerto Rico. Y gracias a eso, esa experiencia con mi familia lo expreso en mi música y en todo lo que hago. Mireya and Velcro tapped DJ Adam. DJ Adam, Velcro. A legendary producer in DR who made many of Tego Calderon's most famous beats and helped to reimagine the track with them. El resultado es un Afro house kind of track. Bien divertido. That feels like it connects the tradition of Dominican merengue to global black music currents of today. Es un homenaje a la riqueza cultural que el pueblo dominicano ha traído a Puerto Rico. It's really cool to go back and get in touch with my Dominican side through this merengue. Raquel Reichard, nuestra reportera del episodio 4, escuchó el cover para su episodio sobre freestyle. Let's have a listen to this here song. Track 4. I Wonder If I Take You Home by Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam. And covered by... Hola, yo soy Reinao. That's right, Reinao, the urbano artist from Santurce, who Rolling Stone recently named one of five women who are putting an end to the Urbano Boys Club. Soy una artista puertorriqueña que está puesta para irse a todas en la música y revolucionar. Reinao had actually never recorded a full track in English before this one. Para mí significó un reto <laughs> grabar una canción absolutamente en inglés por primera vez. Y aunque nunca había escuchado la canción de Lisa Lisa, sí había escuchado su corito, pero de otra parte. I got hooked with that Black Eyed Peas song. Would you still be in love, baby? In love, baby. And I realized that all the times I sang that chorus, I was singing and loving a version of it. Para hacer el cover, Rainao se unió con Ife. Hey everybody, this is Ife. Quien escribió nuestro tema, by the way. Ife did know the original. And actually... My introduction to Puerto Rican music was actually through Lisa Lisa. And so, yeah, I was gassed to like be able to come back to, you know, Lisa Lisa cult jam in this way. He took this freestyle track and infused it with his deep knowledge of Afro-Caribbean percussive traditions. So I took the basis of the sort of beat of the song. It's similar to a rhythm that is used in salsa sometimes. It's called orisa. So I just took the jingle jangle of the original Lisa Lisa song and nudged it into the pattern that would sort of be described as orisa. Mezcla todo eso con la voz de Reinao. Y bueno, es un palo. Otro palo. Track 5. Las caras lindas de mi gente negra. Written by Tite Cure Alonso, first sung by Ismael Rivera in 1978. Las caras lindas de mi gente negra. We asked the 12-piece Afro-Puerto Rican Salsa Orchestra 
La tribu de Abrante to make their own version of this ode to black beauty. Las caras lindas de mi gente negra son un desfile. Invita a bailar, a mover el cuerpo, a esa celebración de esa alegría. Our reporter, Bárbara Idaliz Abadía Rezash. Bárbara siente el sabor del lugar por el ritmo que escogió aquí, tribu de Abrante. La incorporación de otros ritmos afrodiaspóricos y afropuertorriqueños y volver a traerla a Loiza a través de la bomba. The cover takes this classic salsa and puts it over bomba, the great black Puerto Rican percussive tradition. And Abrante shouts out neighborhoods in San Juan where black boricuas still live and are still being marginalized, como La Perla. Y para Bárbara, las caras lindas... Todavía es relevante, es importante. Todavía tenemos que seguir cantándonos entre nosotras mismas. It's still as needed as it was when Maelo first sang it. Que, que estamos aquí, que siempre hemos estado y que nuestra belleza también es innegable. Pero qué linda, qué linda son las caras lindas de mi gente negra. Y ahora, la última canción del álbum, track 6. Olas y Arenas, an iconic bolero by Silvia Resage. Updated by Balloon. Balloon is so thoughtful in their approach to music and memory. They blend electronic sounds with percussion that give this remake the perfect mix of nostalgia with their signature dreamy synths. We're such big fans, and we're so proud that they've scored both seasons of La Brega. I spent a lot of time translating words and, and feelings and, into sounds, and it's a really hard process. Después del break, hablé con Angélica Negrón y José Olivares de Balloon about scoring our show, cómo hacen música entre dos mundos, y lo que olas y arenas significa para ellos. Esto es La Brega. from Flor de Toloache. You're listening to La Brega. This is La Brega. I'm Alana Casanova Burgess. Balloon is very special to us. They scored our first and second seasons of La Brega, el podcast. El show suena como suena en gran parte gracias a ellos y la música que han creado para darle vida a nuestras narrativas. Y ahora también son parte de La Brega, el álbum. Angélica Negrón y José Olivares fundaron Balloon cuando eran estudiantes de universidad en San Juan. Su primer álbum salió en 2006. Since then, they've been developing their sound, su sonido único de dream pop y sonidos caribeños. Angélica is a composer and multi-instrumentalist. She's made some incredible work for orchestras and has scored films and documentaries. José toca percusión electrónica, samples, loops, synths y más. Angélica y José me acompañaron en febrero at On Air Fest, un festival de radio y podcasts en Brooklyn. Take a listen. We joke sometimes that 
La Brega is the only podcast with a house band, but I think actually maybe Balloon is the only band with a house podcast, perhaps, <laughs> because uh, you've all been doing your thing for longer than we have, and I think we just like want to match your energy. Entonces, like, ¿qué es esa energía? ¿Qué es el sonido de Balloon? ¿Qué es Balloon? Balloon es una familia. Balloon es estar en La Brega todo el tiempo, tener una banda entre diferentes lugares. It's how we met. It's why we continue to connect with people we love. So I think it's about that kind of layered complexity of ni de aquí ni de allá, pero de aquí siempre también. No, yo siento eso mucho con la brega también, como que uno nunca sabe de dónde es. <laughs> ¿Y qué es música puertorriqueña? Porque ustedes son una banda puertorriqueña, right? Like you're a Puerto Rican band, but what does that even mean? Because it's like as much salsa as it is reggaeton. Like what is Puerto Rican music? I think it's a lot of things. Puerto Rico is like a multitude of identities. So we have, you know, a lot of influences from like all over the world. Like for us in Puerto Rico, when we created this whole sound, there wasn't that much um, of like a framework or backbone for, for us to support the work that we're doing. So that's why Angelica is saying that we're constantly in La Brega. So I'm very excited about the covers album because you're seeing like a whole bunch of different takes on traditional Puerto Rican songs. So it's not necessarily like the genre per se, but I think it's more like the approach and what we bring to it. Yeah, it goes beyond style, genre. I think it's more of a sensibility. And I think in a lot of the songs, you can hear that people are constantly bregando. Even yeah. Bad Bunny, he's constantly bregando. Oh, big like, time. Yeah, yeah. Always in La Brega. That, that's what I like about Bad Bunny. He's like, anywhere he goes, he's still in Vega Baja, kid, which I, I love. Yeah, I mean, in the first episode, someone says that maybe everyone's so good at all these different kinds of genres of music because they're always striving. Like when you live on the margins, you have to do a lot of things to survive, like be really good at different things to survive. For sure, yeah. I definitely remember when I first started writing music, even in Puerto Rico, I heard a lot like, oh, your music doesn't sound Puerto Rican. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? That for me sounds like you don't look or you don't sound Puerto Rican. Well, they want like maracas or some bullshit, right? Yeah. Que le ponga sazón. Oh, you're going to get maracas. <laughs> Our maracas. So it was a no-brainer to approach you for La Brega's musical sound in season one because you're so, like, kind of tropey dark, also that vibe. <laughs> and Marlon Bishop, who's a co-creator sitting in the back over there from Futuro Studios, whoop, whoop, he sent you this collection of words, and I went back and I found the email, so I'm going to read them out loud. And so Q1, we would like bittersweet and nostalgic, pensive. We got it. <laughs> Something that communicates complex emotions mixing together of pride and disappointment. Oh, yes. Check, 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 check. Every day. So, ¿quieren escuchar ese sonido? El Q1. Sí, okay. So, well, like, what are those sounds? What are those instruments? One of the things that's really special about Balloon is it really is a family. And we're super lucky that our family plays a lot of different instruments. So we have Nora, who plays bass and balloon, but she also is an incredible cuatro and tiple player. We have, like, a very broad 
palette of sounds. And we wanted to make sure that we maintained the balloon sound, but that we also incorporated. So, I mean, obviously, the cuatro and the tiples, like, it's just Super pure nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. We have, like, like, departments. Like, if you go to, like, a conservatory, and there's, like, different departments. So we have people who are in the folk music department. And then we have um, other people that come from, like, an indie background, like me and Raul. Raul used to be playing a punk band. And, and then Angelica, like, her classical side. And what makes it interesting for Balloon is that we let everyone's strengths come through. It doesn't matter who's the main songwriter. Everyone, like, owns that part of the music. I would say also that, it like, having those words are so evocative and also so resonant to our experience, too. It's incredibly helpful. We're like, okay, we know exactly what we're going to do. Pero ¿cómo es eso de hacer música para un podcast y que es diferente para crear música para Balloon? I mean, I spent a lot of time translating words and feelings into sounds, and it's a really hard process. And for this one, I think for me, especially the fact that I'm not doing it by myself and now that I'm doing it with my family and my best friends, it's awesome. And I love spreadsheets. I made a spreadsheet. I was like, okay, Nora, by this day, you're going to send us an idea. And we are thinking tiple here very differently than in, when you do in Balloon. It's a little more chaotic when we're writing songs. And we keep saying, like, we should do the spreadsheet, spreadsheet for model. our songs <laughs> too, maybe. Imagine that, an indie band following a spreadsheet. <laughs> it, it, was it was fun. Te puedo hacer una pregunta sobre la segunda temporada. Entonces, en vez de moods or vibes, enviamos esto. Okay. We asked for... For season two, Bolero Art House vibe. <laughs> Unclear. <laughs> Early 2000s tropical con salsa swing. Unclear. And a dark merengue. Has Balloon ever done a merengue? No, I'm half Dominican. Yes, I've never no. done any merengue at all. <laughs> but the tempo of the merengue is very fast, so I've done fast music. So that wasn't a huge stretch. Fast merengue. Okay. We're super into the tropi dark. When you said, like, make it dark, we're like, okay. Marlon, make it dark. So let's talk about the cover album project. You did a cover of the classic Bolero Olas y Arenas by Silvia Resach. So let's hear a little bit of the original. Soy la arena que en la playa está tendida envidiando otras arenas. So Silvia Resach, who's a great Puerto Rican composer. No sé, como que, Angélica, como qué tipo de relación tenías tú con esa canción antes de este proyecto? Fíjate, obviamente Silvia Resach y con la leyenda, incredibly intimidating to approach a song that, you know, it's so iconic and that we love too. So we thought a lot about it. <laughs> what, what were you thinking about? So this particular song is like part of like a singer repertoire in Puerto Rico. So it's been covered like a lot of times by a lot of different people and they built it out. Like they a, do like the let whole Let me show technique. you all I can do with my voice, which is very different from my approach to singing. <laughs> so, you know, when it's a song that's so beautiful, also you want to make sure that not only you can do it justice, but also that we can find our entry point of like doing a cover that still feels like us. That sounds like Balloon, which took us a little while, but we... Yeah, we, we did got there. three versions before we got to that version. Should we hear it? All right. Soy la arena que la playa está It's very surreal to hear it right now. I'm like, wait, are we done with the mix, Jose? <laughs> did we send it? Final, final mix version final, one final A, mix. B. Oh, 
48K. Final for real. <laughs> Final for real. Your voice is beautiful in that. Like, if, if it's a showcase of, you know, Puerto Rican musical vocal talent, I think you nailed it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Sorry, Ciro. Gracias. Bueno, ese episodio en particular es sobre como las playas de Puerto Rico, like the actual fight for the beaches. And there is, like, you can hear, like, an actual, like, sound, right, in it? There's water all over the song. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we started with more like an environmental approach, Japanese ambient 80s <laughs> stuff. And then we kind of like introduce water sounds and then the whole percussion beats that you're seeing, they have water in them. The other thing is that we were super inspired by not only the original song, but also this deep cut video of El Instituto de Cultura Puerto Riqueña, which is Sharon Riley. And it's like an art film, and she's in the beach, and then she sings the song, and it's beautiful. So I think we were like, that vibe, that's where we want to go. ¿Y esa canción tiene alguna, algún meaning para ti en 2023 que no tenía antes? Hmm. Yo siento que ahí, con cosas que son tan emblemáticas de lugares, you know, the beaches, and then that can go really easy into the discourse of paradise and this idyllic views of a place. When I think about a beach, I'm not only thinking about the time that I'm just relaxing there. I'm really interested in how, with very simple words, you can get to other more layered meanings that can also speak to other things that are not so idyllic that are happening to the people that live there. These lyrics, every time I sang them, like I just heard new things in them. There's so much in them, they're so rich. And also, I was, like, super scared as a kid of la arena. Like, I would scream if my feet would touch the sand, something sensory. And so there's that in it. There's also, you know, all the recent struggles that we're having with people wanting to take our beaches, too. Y para ti, Jose? Mi papá es un biólogo marino, so, like, having... having and I've always lived in a coastal town, so having access to, like, olas y arenas has always been, like, a big part of it. And like Angelica said, the song coming in this context and, like... A big part of the film is that you're seeing like very virgin oceanfront in Puerto Rico. This is like the 70s. And just looking at that imagery and being like, we're never gonna get that again. And now we're losing it at a much accelerated rate, kind of like gave it more momentum in our you know, struggle to kind of like document through songs, like social political unrest that's happening in the island. Even though the song is not that directly addressing it, I just feel like we were happy to kind of like put this at a time where Olas Arenas is more important than ever. Thanks to Angelica Negron and Jose Olivares of Balloon for joining me at On Air Fest. And thanks to all the artists who put their love and energy into reimagining these classic songs. La Brega, el album, is out now. You can listen wherever you get your music, so dale play. This episode was written by Tasha Sandoval. It was edited by Jenny Lawton and Marlon Bishop and produced by Tasha Sandoval and Jeannie Montalvo. Original art for this episode is by Chris Gregory Rivera. Y gracias totales a Scott Newman, Gemma Rose Brown, y Jenny Mills at On Air Fest. Y su ingeniero de sonido, Graham Galantro. 
La Brega, el álbum, was mixed in part by Ginny Montalvo and mastered by Oscar Zambrano at Zambol Productions. Our album coordinator was Laura Catana. Our publicist was Paul Dryden. El equipo de La Brega incluye a Ginny Montalvo, Ezequiel Rodríguez Andino, Joe Plord, Joaquín Kotler, Liliana Ruiz, Tasha Sandoval, Mark Pagan, Maria Garcia, Victor Ramos Rosado, Juan Diego Ramírez, Marlon Bishop, and Jenny Lawton. Fact-checking this season is by Istra Bacheco and Maria Soledad Davira Calero. Our engineer for this episode is Stephanie LeBeau. Our theme song is by Ife. Musica original para La Brega es de Balloon. This season of La Brega was made possible by the Mellon Foundation. And La Brega del Album is sponsored by Marguerite Casey Foundation. I'm Alana Casanova Burgess. Bye. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Capella University. With Capella's FlexPath Learning Format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Pro-Palestinian protests have popped up on college campuses across the country. But from the eyes of students, what are we missing? From the outside, these protests are painted as really violent when that couldn't be further from the truth. I'm Brittany Luce, host of NPR's It's Been a Minute, and I'm inviting you to hear from student journalists who see what the rest of us cannot. On It's Been a Minute from NPR.